What is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. This is a pre-record, so if you're, like, desperately hoping to call in and get a question asked, that is not this week, because, well, we're already here, or we've been here, <laughs> done that. Anyways, uh, welcome to the show, and I have two amazing guests for you to this week, and uh, should I introduce you? Would you like to? Yes. So, so we have Anne Maxwell and Marilyn Bradford, and I almost forgot both of your names because we're at the facilitators on the last day in Costa Rica, and so if we sound brain dead, um, it's because we are. <laughs> um, anyways, so uh, both of you are uh, therapists. Yes. You know, correct. Correct. And so today we wanted to have you guys on because uh, in September, all of September, Access is doing uh, Suicide Awareness Month, and they're offering free bar sessions to anyone that's interested, and they're doing events all over the world. And if you'd like to do that, you can do accessconsciousness.com slash suicide awareness. And also, uh, I believe it's nationally on September 10th, there is Suicide Awareness Day. So just raising awareness about people are suicide, uh, suicidal, and um, I don't know, what's the other piece thing? You guys are therapists, you know. People who have had someone that they know, a family member, a child, a, a son's friend in school that has committed suicide or is actively suicidal. There you go. Cool. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Hi, Marilyn. Hi, Anne. This is Anne. This is Marilyn. <laughs> and we're both clinical social workers, and together we probably span like... 40 years or something for 50. 50 yeah. This is an experience-packed show. <laughs> this is an experience-packed show with lots and lots of cases. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess, like, what, you know, we have, you know, Dane with his story, and I think lots of people have heard about how he was suicidal and had his mm -hmm. bars run, and he was, like, over it. Right, yes. And just, um... But what have you guys seen, or what what stories do you have, or where would, where would you like to start with this? So can I start with a story? Yes. Start with story. Okay. Cool. So I um, I have a clinical practice, and for years I had a huge physical. I had a location where I saw anywhere between twenty and forty kids and families a week. And one day, a mom called and said, can I bring my son in? And I said, absolutely. And it was the first, it's what's known as an intake clinically. It was 6 o'clock at night. It was dark. It was cold. Mom, 9-year-old son, and 5-year-old daughter. 5-year-old daughter is sparkly, but 9-year-old son looked like death warmed over. Like, literally. Like, white as a ghost, gaunt eyes, skinny as a rail. So we sat on the floor and I got all the information that you get asking questions about a family that looks like that. And as it turns out, over the course of the last two months, these kids had lost their favorite nanny, their parents had gotten divorced, uh, the mom was in a new relationship with a guy who didn't like the kids and that the kids didn't like. They had moved in with this man. The kids were attending a new school. What else? 
Um, did I say favorite nanny had yes. moved? Yeah. Okay. Like all of that. And like I said, the little boy looked like he was death warmed over. And we were sitting on the floor and I looked at the mom and I said, can I, can I, would it be okay with you if I put my hands on his head? And she said, absolutely. And I said to the little guy, can I just touch little parts of your head? And he said, yes. And so he backed up to me. And I did what's known in Access as I ran his bars, which means that I put my fingers on particular points on his head. Gentle light pressure, completely non-invasive. And I felt his body stiff at first and then start to relax. And then almost like his head jerked down as he went where you go when you get your bars run. And after about 10 minutes of that, it's almost like his body came alive again. And, and I finished up with the bars, and, I, and he turned around and looked at me and said, what was that? And I said, I did what is known as running your bars. How are you doing? And he said, I think my mind is empty. Wow. Right? And he was smiling. He had color in his face. He was sitting up straight and all that stuff that was all the material that I told you guys about, about the nanny and the dad and the, oh, and the dog, the favorite dog was gone too. Um, all of that, it's like it got erased out of his world and he did have space in his world that he didn't have before. That's so wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's a lot, the bars um, allow for so much change. And do we know that people know what the bars are? You can talk about well, them. Well, it's well, like the show kind of gets show a lot of... goes where it is. Okay, people. so... Sometimes we have new people. Lots yeah. of times we have lots of people that know everything there is to know. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons... Well, reasons. But one of the things that I love about the bars is... And it's so helpful with something like suicide. It's also helpful with depression. addiction. Depression. Depression. A lot of mental things. I, I have a specialty in addiction, but I've worked with people with all kinds of things is that we don't really get that most of the thoughts, feelings, and emotions we have aren't ours. We're picking them up. I mean, if you've ever walked in a room where someone was angry, you know, oh, yeah, I'm angry. And then you try to find a reason you're angry. Oh, yeah, my neighbor was loud this night. Oh, yeah, it's mine. But actually, running the bars, 32 points on the head, gently touching them, helps people, gives them the choice to let go of these limiting thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And this is so true with something like suicide. And it's so true with something like addiction. And I'll tell a little story. I had a fellow who came to me. He says, I don't love money because I've been doing cocaine. I spent $100,000 on cocaine last year. He said, but I want to do five sessions with you. And I've heard you're good. I'm like, oh, good. Nice to have that feedback. Um, So I ran his bars. And he's like, wow, that's like different. I'm like, different how? He's like, well... I don't have that agitation anymore. I said, okay. So we continue to talk. And one of the things that I've noticed about addicts is that it's so much about, and this is alcoholics or anywhere people disappear, it's so much about they judge themselves as wrong. And running the bar seems to facilitate people in beginning to see that that may not be true that it may be just a point of view. So we started talking about why he was wrong. We started talking about why he's wrong. 
he's wrong because he's done nothing with his life since he started using cocaine. Okay, so what do you like to do? So he said, well, I really like to do photography. I said, okay, so here's your assignment by next week. I know you don't have a ton of money, but buy enough film to go out and do a photography shoot. He says, I can't do that. Why not? Well, everybody tells me I'm not. Who are those voices? It's like, oh, yeah, they're not there. Oh, huh. Could that be the bars? Okay, so just, just go do that. So he came back in, and he was so excited. I'm like, so how was your week? He said, it was amazing. He said, I went and I did all this photography, and he brought them in to show me. They were really good. I said, you might even consider doing this professionally. And he was like, I've had such a sense of peace and space since we had that first session. And you take someone who's doing addictive behavior, they are more prone almost than anyone, well, depression, but to suicidal thoughts. And it's really not getting that all of this stuff that's in their head is not theirs, it doesn't have to be there. And the idea that they have to own it as theirs contributes to a lot of feelings of helplessness. Yeah. I love that story because what that little guy did is so much of what we do as kids Mm -hmm. is is think that we said something wrong, we did something wrong, which is why the dog got sent away, the nanny left, the dad and the mom got divorced, the mom has a new, like that whole list that somehow he was responsible for it, maybe not directly, but indirectly, like if he had just been a little different or said something a little different, but that sense of judgment that, Marilyn, that you're talking about is something that is endemic in most, like 99% of kids and families that somehow when things don't turn out the way you know they could turn out, that it's your fault. Right? Yes, yes. And then and then you sort of build a lifetime based on that judgment that you have that you're inadequate, there's something wrong with you, blah, blah, blah. And unless you find somebody like me or Maryland, <laughs> I used to say this, I say this to the kids I work with sometimes, you know, I wish I had somebody like me that I could talk to when I was your age and they laugh, but it's true, it is right? True. It, yeah. it really is. Yeah. yeah. Because so much of this life is about, or this reality is about, there are no possibilities. Right. You can choose this or you can choose that, and that's it. And if you don't measure up, you're done. And once you choose, it's forever. It's forever. Yeah. Exactly. Can't change your mind. Can't change your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And that stuff gets fixed in our heads. Yeah. And what the bars do is help people release that. Yeah. You know, give them the chance to see that this is just junk that was put in them. This is not real. And that's something I often say to people is that all judgment is arbitrary. It's not real. It's just stuff that's put into our heads. Well, is it actually put into our heads or is it stuff that we put into our heads that we can fit in? Both. Yeah, I would say both. I like that all judgment is arbitrary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it totally is. It totally is. Well, I remember like when I was first joining the bars because I was in chiropractic school, which Mm -hmm. is... And I was so fed up at that point. Like I had gotten so fed up with like having to know this stuff, having to do it, having to figure it out, having to have all these answers, having to be this this authority where you do, do, do. I was like, this is so weird. And then I found out about the bars and it's like, they're like, okay, so what do you do? You touch these points on the head. I was like, well, what do they have to do? Nothing, they just lay there and receive. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to think about anything? No. You don't have to like, no, just lay down. And you're like, 
I don't have to focus on anything? No. I don't have to, you're like, oh, that's, so I just lay down and you're like, yeah. And then you just lay down and you're like, get knocked out and you wake up an hour later and it feels like you've slept for months. Yes. And you're like, what? Because I, I remember that sense of peace, you know, just like from having your bars run. Even now, you know, when I, I can tell when I don't, I have that irritation in my world or something where everyone's, I'm like, I just need my bars running. You get your bars on, and you're like, oh. It's like all the gunk on your head. The bars is the valves, turns the valves, and all of a sudden all the yeah. gunk just, just flows, flows out. out of your head. You're like, oh my gosh. One of the things that we just did is we created a, a manual for bars for kids. Yeah. For and and I talked with lots of kids and some of the so what some kids say about the bars and this is so like so I don't know just awesome. Um, they make me relaxed. They make me happy. They stop my pain. I think differently. I have a better day. And then one of my favorites, it makes no sense at all. <laughs> it doesn't, right? Like, they make you feel confident in yourself for no reason. Yes, all of those things are really true. Like, right from the mouths of babes, you know? Well, and that whole thing, it makes no sense. If we allow ourselves to move beyond what linearity and logic, right. so much in the world, quote, doesn't make sense, and yet that's where all the ease and peace and beauty and everything well, is. you know, insanity never makes any sense. That's exactly right. No, and I choice don't. actually makes no sense. No, right? None of How did you do it? I chose it. I chose it. Why did you choose it? I chose it. I just chose it. Yeah. But why? Uh, you chose it. But it's like with all these things, you know, there's some point of view they have that that's creating all of this, but yes. it doesn't make any sense to anyone else besides them. Right. It's their own little creation. Yeah. It's like yeah. they've created a world in which it makes sense for their limitations. Yes. And as therapists, Marilyn and I got trained to find that reason that, yes. that yeah. they're doing things. We spent yeah. thousands of dollars and years and years of training. Well, people spend thousands and thousands of dollars on the therapy to get to that reason. I to find the yeah. reason. But you know what? It's not there. It's not there at all. <laughs> well, the other thing is, once you so get to the reason, reason, right, it's like even like as a chiropractor, it's like you're supposed to diagnose people or right, like right. you deal with people that, that have been like in men, uh, Western medicine and they've been diagnosed and there's like, okay, well, I have this diagnosis and they're like, what now? Right. They're like, oh, we can't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, so I have this reason, you know, for my psychological state based on, you know, my yeah. childhood and my upbringing and my, the drug abuse that went out in my family while I was being raised but what can I do oh nothing you're like that it's like what why am I here then let's <laughs> if talk I have about done. that there's yes. lots of well you know what it's almost time for a break so, oh, so we can we, we can thing. open the can of worms yes. and then just let people thank go thank you the, Andrew sorry yes. you know that's excellently then because Great. there's so much on can that worms. we love that one yeah. and, and, and diagnosis well then so we'll just we'll take a break now uh-huh. and then we'll we'll you know, go back to the diagnosis, you know, in a, in a few minutes. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
The bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you walk through the world truly being you, everything and everyone is invited to change. Join Dr. Dane here throughout 2016 in his unique classes on being you. Whether you've been asking for something greater, looking for a way to change your life, or longing to change the world, Dr. Dane's Being You classes crack open a world of ease, joy, and possibilities. For a list of Dr. Dane here's upcoming classes and resources on being you, go to www.beingyouclass.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. And we're, we're forward. We're, we're here. Forward. We're here. We're, okay. we're back. Yes, and we are. now let's, okay. let's open. The, like, the can of worms has been opened. So <laughs> yes. which, can, which worm are we going to use to go fishing first? Well, I've got a, another story to go around this and diagnosis. I had someone who came in and said, I'm terribly depressed. <laughs> I'm like, how do you know? And they're like, what do you mean, how do I know? I'm depressed. I'm like, how do you know? And they're like, well, my doctor told me I was depressed. I'm like, okay, so what does that mean to you? Well, we got all of a sudden, she sort of started laughing. She's like, what, what are we doing here? I'm like, I'm just wondering what's going on, you know? And what we really got to, once again, was the diagnosis and reasons. And, and, and at one point she said, because my mother's in the hospital. I'm like, okay, so why is that depressing? <laughs> well, is it supposed to be? <laughs> this is exactly what this conversation is like. But, um, you know, we're, we're taught to accept these diagnoses and we're taught to accept reasons for things. And that's what a lot of times people bring up with suicide is, you know, well, I couldn't find any reason to live or I'm suicidal because of blah, blah, blah. But once you start questioning and once you start using tools like the bars, which helps them let go of all this reason and justification and story, that's what we have with a lot of this stuff, stories. We really open a space where they can begin to be aware of things. And, you know, we talk about, like, the the significance around things. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like oh, one yeah. of the things that like that's great about the bars is it starts to actually give you a sense of lightness. It's not yes. that, you know, you had these terrible things and, like, I mean, the stuff we've heard, like, yes. in, in, like, all of our classes and then just, like, you know, no one should have to go through that. But yes. the fact is, they did. They do right, and right. and they survived it. Yes. So it, you know, 
and it's like there's so much of going back to the past rather than what you know all the access tools are really yes. like okay so what would you like to choose now though yes right like well and there are all these stories like feeding off what you guys were just saying I worked for years on an inpatient psychiatric unit for little kids and there was an eight year old who came in who really was genuinely suicidal he really didn't want to be here anymore and he was as depressed as anybody that I ever met and this was years before I discovered access and yet this is one of the wonderful things about access is when you get to realize how much of the tools you were actually already being mm-hmm. using out in the world so this is one of those um, and the mom the mom would come in every day and I I knew there was something there but I didn't quite know what it was and one day the mom said oh my god he looks I brought baby pictures in and he looks exactly like his dad looked and they they're so identical the baby pictures are that it's hard for me to tell who's who well the dad had died the year before mm. and there was question around whether he had killed himself or whether it had been an accident and it was sort of the the um, freak out in the family was that he had likely suicided and his car had gone off a cliff and that it wasn't an accident that he'd actually done it on purpose and 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 what I I turned around and I looked at the kid and I said um, do you get that just because you and your dad look so much alike that it's hard for people to tell your baby pictures apart do you get that just because that may be true that you don't have to live the same life your dad lived cool like that you can choose to have a completely different life because you know what? You're not your dad. You look a lot alike, but you are not him. And again, like one of the things that I love about kids is they go from a space of contraction and utter hopelessness with a question like that and their bodies come alive and he sat up straight and he started getting color in his face and he looked at me with his eyes as big as landing lights and he said, really? And I said, uh-huh. And he was discharged, I think, within 48 hours. He's gone. That's crazy. No meds. No, no, I mean, he was fine. But those lies that they buy as kids, that because you look like your dad, or you're the spitting image of your mom. Well, I mean, that's the same as a diagnosis. It is. Yes. And and, And it's something that, But and here's the other thing. One of the things that Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, says and bellows at times is that nothing is ever done to you. You actually do it. And what he did was he bought the lie that because he was just like his dad, that then he would have the same life as his dad. But he did that to himself. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about doing this stuff to yourself is that if you did it to yourself, you can undo it and choose something different, make a different, like, choice. Make a different yeah. choice. And yeah. it was, I mean, just over and over and over again. So cool. I just, I love yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. So that was sort of like a mic drop, right? I can just like get yeah. the sense of everybody out well, there going, all right, what are all the family lines that I bought and that I, that yeah. I instilled in myself and that I made real and true that actually aren't. Well, and, and part of the way I've looked at suicide is it's so much about people have been told to not be who they are. Yes. It's done from the sense of uh, you're a 
Maxwell or you're a Smith and we believe this is how we behave or you're a, you know, we're, we're Catholic or we're Romanian or we're right. whatever it is. Right. So people, all these identities at, with their rules yeah. and belief systems are poured into people. Right. And I've often, and they do accept it. They, there's no one's telling them there's something different. And I've also often talked with people about how suicide is or can be you don't believe you exist anyway right you don't have a being anyway right so why not leave you know it's I don't the ultimate I invalidation it's the ultimate invalidation for people who've been yeah. invalidated and have a sense that there's something else possible but that there's there's maybe there's this thing but it gets annihilated so early on it's get oh you're not that or you're, you're not angry no no little girls don't get angry uh-uh hey you need to be a man you don't want to play you, you, you don't play the violin you need to all of these invalidations of being are can create for people the stress of not being them that's so incredibly enormous yeah that if you can, and that's one of the things like you were talking about, Andrew, the bars really helps to begin to dissipate some of that and create some space. Because if you're full of these ideas, I have to be this, I have to do that. Well, and it's the yeah. weight of all those judgments. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it's like the elephant in the room. I got invited to um, talk at a, quote, health fair at a high school outside of Washington, D.C., and it's one of the wealthiest sort of blue-ribbon bedroom communities of D.C. with the average income, like, off the charts, kids being given Porsches at the age of 16 to drive, parents off jet-setting wherever it is that they jet-set. And in this um, particular school, there were nine kids who had suicided within the last year. Wow. Wow is right. And so I did a chat. I can't even remember what we called it. But guess how many people? There were, there were over 100 parents who came. It was in the auditorium. Guess how many people asked me about suicide? Zero. 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 They talked about depression. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked about how can you make your kids do what your kids are refusing to do. Mm-hmm. Like all this kind of stuff. But it was like suicide was the was the elephant in the living room that nobody wanted to acknowledge. And, and so I didn't talk about it either. I addressed all their questions. And then after, first of all, it was supposed to be an hour and a half after two hours and 15 minutes that they said we really need to get out because the auditorium needs to shut down these parents came flocking over me and started talking about suicide but but people won't talk about it like there's so much shame associated with especially kids killing themselves right yeah and and so so do we ever run clearing statements yes okay so everything masks bring me up tons of god's own you just run and create right and wrong good and bad pot and pop all nine shirts boys and and if you don't know what ann just did (laughs) that is this wonderful clearing statement of access uh and there's a very long explanation uh, that you can find out about by going to theclearingstatement.com right which is like a 20 minute thing of explaining it it's hilarious it's awesome it's it's very good it's hilarious it is hilarious if you need a laugh watch it if if it sounds like a foreign language, it is really a foreign language. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just magic wand. We like to say it's the magic wand. No, Gary, I asked Gary if it was magic wand. He said, no. He said, this is what it is. It's oh. a quest of the universe that can change anything. Oh, I like uh-huh. that. Isn't that awesome? That 
recommend this kid's bars manual. It is. It is. It's acceptable for, for kids of all ages. Yeah. Not for kids of all ages. I qualify for sure. I qualify. Great. Perfect. And it's a poster child for yeah. kids of all ages. Uh huh. Um, but. I don't, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you brought up something that, that's, you know, suicide is a shameful topic. It's like addiction in that sense. Right. Because these are things that no matter what, you're not supposed to have happen in your family. Ever. Yeah, it or in your or really in your town, bad, anything. Because like that means family. you're a bad parent, you're a bad community, you know, all of those kinds of things. Well, and I think and then the, there's the other thing of what the hell did I do to have a kid do that? To yes. Well, exactly. And all these things are like, because the, the other thing we talk about that's huge that we found, you know, in access that destroy is more the, like the most of the destructive thing is secrets. Yeah, right. And it's yeah. like keeping these secrets in place or not like not actually being willing to talk about it. Because so many times, like in the classes that I facilitate, I know if someone's just willing to bring it up, it changes automatically because yeah. they bring it up and they say it in front of people and all of a sudden they see other people like in the class like and how it goes and they also say it out loud for like the first time ever and saying it out loud they hear themselves and they're like wait what yeah one of the things Gary says is today's secret is tomorrow's lie and secrets create what's impossible yes they do yeah Cool. Yeah, so, which which is like if you have a lot, it's impossible to be right. if you have a lot of secrets. So, what secrets are you you using, using to create the impossibilities in your life? You are choosing everything that is times a godzillion. We destroy and uncreate it all. Yes, right and wrong, good bad, pun, puck, all nine shorts, sports and beyond. That for those of you who actually run clearance, that's probably the one you want to put on a loop. Yeah, exactly. We have pearls of possibility. Oh hello! Oh my goodness! Go. All right, I, you can, there okay, you go. Cool. Um, and what inventions? Are you using to create the secrets you are choosing? Yeah, all of those, everything that is times a godzilla. You just trying to create. Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all night, shorts, boys and beyonds. But that's really like you know when we talk about it, it's like we invent these things that keep these other things in place. You know, it's like you're talking to the well. Why are you depressed? And da 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 da. Yeah. And they're like, well, okay. why? Okay, so what? Okay. And she's like, well, my mom's in the hospital. I'm supposed to be depressed. Yeah. And you're like, are you really? And it's like, um. They told me I should be. Yeah, exactly. Who's this mysterious day that you speak right. of? So there's something I want to tell a story about a. Um, I want to tell a story about a kid. I'll do it quick. Okay. Um, Twelve or thirteen years old, eighth grade. He and his mom come in to see me, and and they would come in periodically whenever stuff would come up. And so this was after I had discovered the tools of access consciousness. And he was, he's brilliant. He typically functions in two to three grade levels above in math. And he's also the quarterback for a championship league football team. So they come in and I said, hi, what's up? And they're both like, ah. And the mom says, he's failing math. <laughs> really, dude, what's going on? And he goes, the teacher hates me. <laughs> Tell me about the teacher. Um, do, do you think like the teacher? And he goes, no. And I said, um, can the teacher, are you quicker than the teacher? He goes, yes. And he said, and I said, can the teacher keep up with you? And he said, no. And I said, is the teacher teaching you the way you learn? He goes, no. And as I was asking him all these questions, he gradually started to relax. And I said, um, does the teacher want to feel good about who she is? And he says, he sort of shrugged his shoulders. And I said, teachers usually do. And, and so... Um, is it possible for you to learn math the way you learn it, even though she's teaching you a different way? And he goes, yeah. And I said, okay, here's the deal. 
how about if you can learn math the way you learn, and how about if you can give her whatever it is that she wants to see from you in order to give you a good grade? And I said, and here's the key, Danny, don't ever become who she wants you to be. You keep being who you are, and you give her whatever it is that she needs in order to let you have a good grade, because he couldn't play football if he was fucking subject. That's the other side. And he looked at me and said, can I do that? And I said, I don't know, can you? But there's, but, and so um, the mom called me two weeks later and said, he's got a passing grade. He doesn't like the teacher any more than he used to, but things are good. And I said, and, and that's the thing about being different, about, it's what if you can actually never become who you're not, and yet give people what it is that they need to see or hear from you in order to get them settled down, in order to... What if you can manipulate the world rather than having the world... There you go. Bingo. Bing! There you go. Did we do good? Yeah, we, we still have a few more mi- a few minutes. Oh my god, I you, did that story faster than I've ever told it in my life. Well, sorry, I didn't mean to put some pressure on That's you. That's alright, I did it to it. myself. Um, so, what, uh, what invention are you using to create the secrets you were choosing? There you go. Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, and bad, pun, puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> And with that, you know, we'll let everybody who's heads now fuzzed out, we'll, we'll go to break. You know, <laughs> get yourself you a drink or something, get yourself some sugar. Uh, and uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you walk through the world truly being you, everything and everyone is invited to change. Join Dr. Dane here throughout 2016 in his unique classes on being you. Whether you've been asking for something greater, looking for a way to change your life, or longing to change the world, Dr. Dane's Being You classes crack open a world of ease, joy, and possibilities. For a list of Dr. Dane here's upcoming classes and resources on being you, go to www.beingyouclass.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Um, 
So, what, what we were talking about, secrets and Today's stuff. secret is tomorrow's lie. Yeah, okay. So, hold that for a second, because the other thing I always forget to do when I wait till the land is, like, um, so if they are listening to you guys now and they want to find out about you, Anne, or you, Marilyn, how can people connect with you? How can they find out where you are in the world, what you're doing, and, you know, what your point of view is? Two places. On the Access Consciousness website, www.accessconsciousness.com forward slash Anne Maxwell. Access Consciousness website, Marilyn Bradford Lookup Facilitators. Yep. yep, same thing. And then I also have a website, um, www.annmaxwelllcsw.com. And there's three L's, two for Maxwell and one for those initials, the alphabet initials. And I have www.marilynbradford.com. There yes. you go. And that's both yeah, what I'm doing about various things yep. and takes you to the like, recovery site about addiction. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. There we go. I'm glad we got that out of the there way. I always like, I'm like a minute left and I'm like, we didn't say anything about anything in the future. Oops. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and I want to say one more thing about that. Both Anne and I have written books mm-hmm. that yes. contain oh, some thank nice you. tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine is called Write Recovery for You. And Anne and is... And I've, I've actually written two books. One okay. that I co-authored with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here that's called... Would you teach a fish to climb a tree? If I could, I would. I know you would. A different, because he's the original fish. A different take on kids with ADD, ADHD, OCD, and autism. And the title comes from an Albert Einstein quote, which is, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. I love that quote. Welcome to the world yeah. of these kids. So yeah. if you're feeling a little bit fishy, maybe you're Go barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think you mixed up metaphors there, but I'm not going like to Welcome to Andrew's, Andrew's brain. brain. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, those, no wonder I have all those metaphors jumbled up. And then I wrote another book that's almost more like a guidebook that's called The Keys to the Magic, a play therapist's handbook to family-centered play therapy, which is actually there my therapy. And practice. you guys, um, both of those books are on Amazon. Yes. They're on Amazon. Um, they're on so the Access website. They're on Maryland's website. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. 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 Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. That, uh, so one thing right. I think we should at least look at is... Yeah. Yeah. If you if you know someone who's suicidal, mm-hmm. or someone in your family, or a friend, Let's talk about signs of someone who's suicidal. The science. The, the signs. Oh, signs. So somebody goes, "I'm going to kill myself." Are they actually suicidal? Maybe you have to ask a question. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Uh, yes, a lot of times it is. Uh, some kind of a plea for something different. People say, oh, you just want attention. Maybe it's like, I just want a different possibility and I don't know what else to do. Right. Um, You do have to... You have to ask. You have to ask a lot of questions. The ones who are truly suicidal are the ones who typically don't talk about it. Not much. Mm -hmm. You want to ask if they have a plan and if they have the means to carry it out. Um, But yeah, the ones who are generally suicidal, they don't talk about it. They just don't. In fact, that's part of it. They've shut down so much that they don't see a reason or possibility of talking to anyone about it. And so some of those signs are like that little guy that I talked about in the very first segment. Here comes the rain. Here comes the rain. That little guy that I talked about who is just utterly hopeless, like gaunt, pale as a sheet, 
unhappy, depressed like that. Like those are those are people that you want to pay attention to and start asking some questions. Yes, absolutely. And one of the questions that I always asked when people would come with a, in with a de- uh, diagnosis of quote depression or if they landed in the hospital with suicidal tendencies was, is there um, if you, if is if there is there something that, that if it were if it were to change would make it so that you didn't want to die right. like some yes. variation of that yeah. right and a, a lot of times there is it's either a relationship or a, a whatever but if something could change in your life what would that be if something could change in your life to make it be worth your while to be alive what would that be and, and it's just a way of getting at them because I don't want to be here anymore I don't want to live oftentimes like Marilyn said it's just a huge cry for help yeah and well, legitimate yeah and, I mean totally. it's like even like whether it's suicide or depression or mm-hmm. addiction or whatever difficulty right. people are having it's sometimes it's hard to talk about it because you don't even know what's bothering you in the exactly. first place yes you're, so stiff upper lip How many you're like I'm asking for help but I don't know what help I'm asking for right and I know that I shouldn't be talking about myself or my feelings because it's egotistical and I don't want to be like that and I don't want to be a burden I mean there's so I've many I've always reasons. been a troubled kid I've always been a troubled kid so or yeah. troublemaker yes right? yeah cool. so everything this is bringing up for everybody we just want to create it right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds I know it's, it's the rain coming down harder, 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 harder we're going to have to listen to the audio and see beautiful. if everyone gets the yeah. the yeah. washing away of it the washing well, away. and the other thing is most people don't get how much their belief systems affect how they view suicide. For instance, I have an acquaintance whose son committed suicide. She's very strongly Catholic. So for her, it means that they're not going to meet in heaven. You know, and a lot of different religions and groups, even beyond the fact that someone you love or care about is considering suicide or kill themselves, it's really helpful to look at your belief systems. Because yeah. that's huge. Yeah. Well, I mean, even as like... Oh, I have a story. Go. When I... I right after I um, graduated from graduate school, I was I w- was still working in the emergency room where I'd had an internship for that last year. And there was a, uh, a girl who came in um, and she had had her stomach pump because she had taken an overdose of pills. And I walked into the room to do the, the intake, the assessment, and there were 14 women in the room, women and girls. And as I was asking questions, at one point it occurred to me to ask this question. Has, uh, oh, and these were grandmothers, aunts, the moms, sisters, cousins. They, they were all relatives of this girl who was 14 who tried to kill herself. And I said, has anybody else in this room ever tried to commit suicide? Every single hand in the room yeah. went up, and they, were, they looked stunned. And I said, how many of you knew about any of these others? And all the hands went down, like nobody knew. Except they did. Except they did. Yes. Right. On some level. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the, it's like, wow. And there was just this sort of, 
talk about energy shifting in the room. Well, and you know, that's why I think, like, why, you know, with access consciousness and everything, like, we, why we do the month is because yeah. access is always about having more awareness. Yes. You know, yes. and then you have yes. suicide awareness. And that awareness of, oh my God, this is endemic in our family. Yeah. And, and, and it's almost like shining the light on it. All of a sudden, it loses its secrecy. It loses all the lies. It loses the... Well, the, it loses the, the shame. Power, and the, the shame, the blame, the regret, the guilt, the, all that. And to me, the, on the biggest picture of suicide awareness, it's like if people are thinking about suicide, there's something wrong with our culture. Right. There's something bizarre here because right. that's the antithesis of really living and being and being the individual that you are. Right. You know, and everywhere we hear parents helicop- helicoptering, is that a verb? Yes. To helicopter? Hover. Helicoptering their kids? Yes. 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 Well, yeah, that's actually one. And bulldozing is another yeah. one. That we are been so much about trying to make kids make ourselves be what we're not. Right. That it creates the breeding ground for suicide. Well, and the weird thing is, you know, after so much of doing other people doing it to you, you start doing it exactly. to you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like right. Anne said in the beginning, actually, we do it to ourselves. We do. Choose. I used to love it. There was a quote by uh, the, 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 not the, the founder of chiropractic's son is he said, you know, he, he like, he went to, you go to school for, for three years and you spend the rest of your life trying to unlearn it to get to what yeah. you know again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it's know? like, and, and yeah. it's so, no. like, it's so true. It's so funny because you're like, oh, wait, I do, like, I kind of know what I would like exactly. to do or what I would like yes. to choose or how I'd yeah. like to go about being in the world. And one of our favorite colleagues wrote a book called Being You, Changing, Changing the World. There you oh, go. my goodness. It's an awesome, amazing day. book. Yeah. And if you haven't, you know, and uh, I mean, he talks about his story of how he was yes. suicidal and just wanted to be happy and wasn't happy. And yep. Said, I'm going to kill me. Okay, universe. You got six months. Yep. Well, and it's interesting because one of the things that I've done with Access is that I get the emails. Dane doesn't have the time to address every single person who writes in. And I tend to take care of the emails where people write in and say they're suicidal. Right. And over and over and over again, I write back... You know, I write back something I, I can't even think right now, but it's positive without being sappy. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if there are other possibilities here? I would love to Skype with you, see what we can come up with, see what we can change, just have a conversation. And 80% of the time, I get back, you know, and I always say, I'm sorry that Dan can't answer. I'm sorry, you know, it's just right. me. I get back, oh my God, just your email changed everything. Right. It's like I just have a sense that somebody actually is willing to see me or talk to me, or maybe there are possibilities. So one of the things that Marilyn is talking about right now is one of my favorite sort of words in Access, which is about engaging. Yes. And and when you engage with people, think of the energy of a kid who's excited about something. They're yeah. totally engaged with what it is that they're doing, with the conversation that they're having with you, and 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 the engagement is really interested in somebody else. And that's what yes. Marilyn does when she writes those emails. She's really interested in them. And, and I am. And I you am are. It's not 
faith. No, it's not And it's the same thing with me and kids. And the same thing with Andrew and Bodies as a chiropractor. Like, really interested in what's going on and, 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 and really what's available for the person that we're talking to. Like... And with no judgment. And with no judgment about yeah, anything. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. explore. You can't explore with, if you're in judgment. No. It doesn't work. No. You know, and that's it's, It just that, creates more of the... Yeah. The yeah. Access, I mean, access is so amazing, but the whole ending of judgment, the whole... And the bars will can put you, if you choose it, in a space, essentially, of no judgment. Yeah. Whoa. Because you're just being present. Well, and I think that's the great thing about, like... One that that we recommend people start with bars and, yeah, and yes. like it's because there's nothing you have to do. You know, it's like so often you have these difficulties and you're like you have this this wall and this heaviness and all this stuff with your life, but you don't even know what's really like at that point in your life. I like I don't even know why I have this. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy. So, I'm, so here I'm reading from this bars manual. So the the question is, when does someone want to get their bars run? If you are depressed, if something inside of you is hurting, if someone is mean to you in school, if your parents are fighting, if you're going to take a test and you get your bars run before you get a better grade, if you get your bars run before you play sports, you usually play better. Right? Like mm-hmm. over oh, and over. That's just great. Awesome. Yes. And these are kids who have had their bars run. Yeah. I interviewed I interviewed lots of them and I asked them these questions. What would you say about when a kid would when someone would want to get their bars run and they just come up with all this awesome stuff that it's so true. No, it's it's genuine. Mm-hmm. It really is. Well, and like I think you mentioned, Andrew, when you're feeling grouchy. I know when I'm feeling when I'm grouchy, cranky. when I'm cranky, when I need cranky. my bars run. I know, and everybody around applauds. It's like, do my world a favor, run my bars. Run my bars. That's, that's how you torture other people into running your bars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Even your kids. Right, exactly. <laughs> I run mom's bars, she well, doesn't. And I know I, like, I really need my bars run when I actually am not saying anything. Ah, like yes. when I'm like exactly. when I'm super when I get super cranky, I don't externalize it. I internalize it, and yeah. I'm just like. And you just shut down. And, and like even people you? ask, they're like, "You want your bars?" And I'm like, "No." No. Oh God. That should be an indication. That is an indication. You know, it's taken me a while to get to this enlightened state of awareness. When I start crying, that's when somebody looks at me cross-eyed and I start crying. When I get linear, when I'm gonna do this, now I have to do that. When I get get linear, because I'm not a natural A to B to C person. No, no. So these are all the adult versions. Yeah, the the adult version of the kid is hurting, or someone's mean to you. I think it's much better. Somebody's fighting. Exactly. 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 When things yes. aren't going your way, you need your bars. I'm just like, if you are depressed. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I, yeah. I need uh-huh. my bars on. Um, so. Um, so, and, and I guess we can give, um, if you want more information just on access bars too, because I know that the accessconsciousness.com slash suicide awareness will have lots there too, but you can go to, um, is it just accessbars.com? Is th- Let's, what is the website? Then let's check that out. See, I didn't. I didn't prepare again. No. <laughs> and who does that belong to? It's definitely mine. <laughs> it, I think it, it's. Um, 
uh, to accessconsciousness.com, www.accessconsciousness.com. Slash bars. Slash bars. Yeah, that's that, right. that is a, there you go. You can also Google, you know, yeah. Google is our best friend. So if you Google Access Consciousness bars, totally that will get you there. Friend. Yeah, and get your bars run. See yeah. if there's someone in your area. Yeah, really. I mean, we have so many people all over the world. Um, you know, it's in a hundred and how many countries now, And 176 countries. Um, you know, where people have either gotten their bars run or there's been bars classes. Um, so there, there's really a lot all over the world. And if you're in the United States, definitely there's there's a lot going so on. So it's www.accessconsciousness.com forward slash bars. It's an awesome landing page or website. I don't know what it is, but there are all kinds of pictures and things to talk about and, and um, videos to watch and classes to see. There you go. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, and it's not a spooky, spooky thing that somebody no, does not. to you. No, it's, it's not. It gives you the choice, and that's what access consciousness is about. You get a choice about what you would like to let go of. Yeah. You know, what works for you. Well, and I think that's the great thing. We, we don't, you're not really ever offered the choice to just let go of things. No. No, I, as a, I was trained, you have to think your way out of it, and then you can solve it. And, and process. I know. The first time I had my bars run was nine months after my mom died, and for the last two years of her life, she lived with me and my husband, and she was medically fragile. It was really intense, and um, right before I had my bars run, I could not sit up straight in bed. I had to, in the morning, I had to literally roll off the bed and get on my knees and then sit up straight like that. After I had my bars run the first time, I was able to sit up on the massage table and the pain was gone from my body. Amazing. And I gotta tell you, I never look back. Like, yeah. I never yeah. look back. Yeah. And but you could look back at this point. At though. that point, you could turn around. Yeah, point. you actually could turn your neck and look but back. it's like, boom. Yes. I just kept going. Yes. I couldn't get enough. Well, and so. I mean, it's so, like, it can be that easy. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It's just like Dane talking about how he's suicidal, had his date plan, gets his bars on, and it's just like... It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's yeah, like so. out of his world. Yeah. And, it, and that doesn't happen for everybody. I've run, no, it doesn't. I've run bars for the first time on plenty of people who go, no, oh, I didn't notice anything different. And yet they look 20 years younger. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Instead of rubbing their nose in it, you go, okay, cool, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Note to sell. Well, um, All right. th there you go. That's that's our show, folks. <laughs> thank um, you, Andrew. Thank, thank you, you for joining me. It's so such a pleasure to have you both on. It makes my job much easier, you know, having and other people to talk to. Yeah, so, so, um, right. so thank you yeah, so much. So cool. yeah. there you go. Listen to this again and again. Thanks for listening to us. Bye. 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 We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.